Hi everyone, this is Tiki and thank you for tuning into Indelible Logos. I am coming to you tonight with somewhat of a different type of an episode. Uh, my daughter Sierra Jesme has been writing a book. It's on webnovel.com and it's called The Royal Flush. It's a sci-fi romance. Uh, and I am really into these audible books right now and I thought it would be kind of cool for me to introduce her book as my own reading uh, version of Audible. So this is just a prelogue, a prologue, excuse me, a prologue uh, that you are able to listen to to get your appetite wet. And then you can go on to webnovel.com, look for the Royal Flush and read her story. I promise you it's going to be so uh, intriguing. She's done a really great job. I love the creativity of the thought of the book. Um, just another one of her many, many, many talents. But thank you for listening and please do support her and go on to webnovel.com. And again, it's called The Royal Flush. Enjoy. Prologue. Place your bets. Royal Flush Base Delta. Location unknown. This is ridiculous. Even for you. There must be a safer way. Of course there is, but the best bets are the ones with high risk. Besides, I'm sure you already knew this plan would work before I could even think it up, Master Tactician. The confident cadence vibrated throughout the air despite the underlying teasing tone. Fine. But we are going to have a long conversation about your constant recklessness when this is over. Mark my words. The temperature in the room seemed to plummet as a fiercely ice gaze pierced into the closing pod that was filled with a translucent liquid. A quick wink from the floating body served in place of a verbal reply. Initializing user's connection to the nexus. You better return. The rest of the soft plea was lost under the glowing hum of the pod. Pottori Plaza Hotel, Milan, Italy. Like a fish flowing through the water's current, she glided through the richly dressed crowd. The lights of the chandeliers above cast a fracture glow on the many draining glasses of wine below. Picking up yet another empty glass to place on the serving tray, she shifted closer to a portly gentleman with salt and pepper streaks as she watched his eyes glaze over and a feverish red slowly crawl over his bulging cheeks. That's my cue. Stepping back, she retreated into the shadows behind the Impressionista art paint on the false walls meant to separate the guests from the areas for technical equipment. Tugging down the soft black silk of the waiter's coat, she flipped it inside out, revealing a midnight blue custom stitch vest and top before putting it back on. Then blinking twice in rapid succession, the color of her contacts changed from a chocolate brown to a heavy earthly green. Quickly finishing the last necessary changes to her new disguise, she effortlessly slipped back into the open area, once again approaching the seemingly drunk man. Deputy Director Carpenzano, the affected timbre of her voice expertly mimicked the man's assistant.
Ah, is that you, Andrew? A gravely voice slurred in response. Yes, sir. In light of tonight's itinerary, I took the liberty of making a room reservation for you. Should you desire to rest before the final presentation, it is available. Babene, lead the way. Taking a few steps, Carpenzalo nearly stumbled into a decorative ficus. Grabbing hold of one of his arms to stabilize him, she nodded to the surrounding group before leading him away. Queen has outdone herself again. These knockout drops perfectly mirror a mentally drunken state. She kept the smirk twitching at the corner of her lips down as she pulled him into an elevator before pressing the button for the third floor. Soon, they arrived at the prearranged room. The door slammed behind, a click echoing throughout the dark foyer. A motion sensor soon caught their movement, flooding the space in a warm hue. Trudging towards the massive bed in the next area, she gave the drowsy bundle a gentle push, an amused glint flashing across her eyes as she watched the comical way he floundered onto the velvet red duvet. Don't get too comfortable, she muttered under her breath, pulling on a pair of leather gloves with practiced ease. Just as she began to pull out a series of sleek metal contraptions from the black cloth hidden in the depths of her pant leg, her phone buzzed. She continued. When a soft nocturne suddenly disturbed the quiet, she responded by pressing the silence button on the side of the device. I know I had my phone off. The only one who dared interrupt me like this is... She suppressed a sigh and returned her attention to the matter at hand. The moment her vintage flip phone stopped, the room's phone started to ring. And now my eye is twitching. Her gaze drifted over to the still mass on the bed. Finally, she surrendered and picked up the phone. Static. Well, that's new. She waited and mentally counted. She reached five. A sudden crackle, then click. One day, you'll contact me like a regular person. What is it? I'm in the middle of a job for Queen. Her dry tone elicited a rich chuckle from the other line. Same. Oh? She raised an eyebrow, intrigued. And here I thought King trumps Queen. The laughter on the other side continued. So why the call? Her fingers drummed at a slow pace beside the glinting silver tools. I have thrilling news for you. Her eyes narrowed, not bothering to muffle her scoff. Rough translation, you have another mess that you probably made for me to clean up. Does your royal highness require my services? Technically, it be majesty, not highness. If you're going to sass, do it right. The smile in the voice was obvious. I'm calling in my favor. Ah, the woes of the capable. Nevertheless, the increase in rhythm of her tapping fingers betrayed her growing interest. I'm on my way. Hanging up the phone, a comforting silence once again blanketed the room. A quick glance at her setup, she decided to switch tactics. She slid a gloved hand into Carpenzano's pockets, soon locating both devices inside his jacket lining. After that, removing what looked like a key card from among the gadgetry on the polished dark table and placing it on the screens respectively, a cloning app was installed on both. 
Though this might take a bit longer, I'm sure you'll still spill the information we need. She quipped, patting his rooty cheek with one of his newly cloned devices. The device returned to his jacket and her gadgets to her pants. Mission complete, at least for now. Sleep tight. She walked over to the full-length sliding window, stepping out onto the balcony. A chorus of crickets welcomed her along with the sharp scent of freshly falling rain. Reaching the rustic railing, she rested her lower back against it. She took in a heady breath of air as she enjoyed the calm before the storm. I wonder what kind of craziness he's up to this time. Memories danced across her mind. The twinkle in her eyes matched the starry sky above. Soon, she was leaning further back until she perched precariously over the vastness below. Her small, bound chest rose and fell to the calm rhythm of her deep breaths. With a treasure grin to match the night's danger, she let go, falling gracefully into the blackness. Music